This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about legal pot in B.C., the liquor distribution branch of B.C., which is responsible for distributing legal marijuana products in the province, says they are going to start shipping edible cannabis starting tomorrow and will be made available at private and public licensed and legal retailers across the province. Uh, So edibles coming to a store near you. Let's talk about this now with Deepak Anand, Vice President, Government Relations for Cannabis Compliance Incorporated. Hi. Thanks for having me, Mike. Thanks for coming on again. Um, What do you think about BC rolling out the sale of edible cannabis. Are we a little late to the party here? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's, I, I don't think this one is entirely BC's fault in terms of them not rolling it out. The federal government uh, only made it possible for companies that are manufacturing these products to have them available as of yesterday. So the fact that we might be, you know, a few days or a week late to the party, you know, isn't significant. I think, Mike, what's worth mentioning is uh, that, you know, these are the products that have been available on the sort of uh, uh, illicit or uh, legacy market for a number of years. Uh, and so if the intent is to eliminate that section of the market, which is a policy objective by the federal government, then these products are desperately needed. And that's what people want access to. Yeah, I don't think it's much of a newsflash to say if you go online, there are lots of black market or gray market retailers that have been selling these edible products for a long time. I mean, it's not like they're hard to find. You know, now suddenly the government say, oh, hey, we're going to be selling it too. Well, you know, there's lots of people selling this stuff. Right. Well, absolutely. And and it just speaks to that, you know, the fact that not a lot of people want to be consuming cannabis in the traditional form, which is not everyone wants to roll up a joint and, and smoke it or, you know, uh, have access to products that way. And, uh, you know, for those that don't know, those are the only legal forms of cannabis that have been permitted so far has really been dried cannabis and cannabis oil, uh, which from an ingestion perspective has been particularly challenging. Not, you know, a lot of people want these brownies and cookies and, you know, other product forms that that have been available for a number of years uh, very freely. Okay, what are the federal regulations around the the type of edibles that can be sold? Because I know there was a big fight about what kind of flavors would be allowed, the portion sizes, the strength of these products. How did they figure that out in the end? Yeah, one of the big things that's been a contentious issue somewhat has been the 10 milligrams of THC per package. So THC, for those that don't know, is the primary psychoactive ingredient in cannabis that's responsible to get you that stone or high feeling. Um, and, uh, you know, the federal government's basically said that the maximum that you can have per package is 10 milligrams per serving size, uh, which doesn't mean that you can't consume multiple serving sizes. It just means that, that in any one serving size, the max can be 10 milligrams. Uh, Quebec's actually half that to 5 milligrams per serving size. Uh, BC's kept the federal standard. Uh, but notwithstanding that, there's some in the market that complain that that's too low. Personally, I think that that's a good balance. I think that for a novice cannabis user, 10 milligrams could actually get you quite stoned and and would give you that psychoactive effect. So uh, the fact that that's what the federal government's landed is is probably not a terrible thing. Uh, The other thing we're going to see is uh, on the beverage side, there's been a lot of talk of cannabis beverages. You're not going to see cannabis being mixed in with alcohol or caffeine, which, which again, I think is a sensible public policy move. Uh, But you will see cannabis beverages. There's a number of companies that have already been working on this. Those are some products you'll see. Uh, 
the federal government's also said that you can't limit cannabis products, can't actually be appealing to kids, so you can't really have a gummy bear. We'll perhaps see gummy squares, uh, but but there will be, uh, you know, restrictions on, on packaging and labeling and marketing so that it's not appealing to kids as well. When are the cannabis beverages coming? Uh, well, theoretically, they're legal as of today. We've seen them in at least one province. Uh, as far as when BC is going to get that, I would suspect uh, very, very shortly here. Okay, and speaking of Deepak Anand, he's a consultant to the, the legal cannabis industry. What do you think overall about how the BC government has rolled out uh, legal marijuana here? I mean, this is supposed to be sort of ground zero for BC bud, and yet... I don't know. The government doesn't is certainly not making a lot of money on it, and they've been a slow. It's been a slow ramp up of legal stores. Your thoughts? Yeah, the the store rollout has actually been very very underwhelming. The number of stores that are uh, open and available in the province today are nearly you know are certainly lacking and nearly not enough to be able to satisfy demand. I think the rollout's been extremely slow. Uh, so I'd say the retail rollout has been challenging. One. I think the second thing that the, the provincial government hasn't done is taken advantage of this ability to sell products at Farmgate. Uh, and for those that don't know what Farmgate is, it's basically much like you go to Kelowna and you go to a winery, you can sample uh, some wine on site uh, and basically buy it on site. This is a, a very similar type uh, provision that the federal government has actually allowed to happen, but BC hasn't taken advantage of that. Uh, you and I both know, Mike, that there's a number of cultivators in, in, in the valley, in central Okanagan, et cetera, that have been cultivating cannabis for years that would love to be able to start to sell products on site without having to go through the bureaucracy, which is the liquor distribution branch. Uh, and there are federal regulations that allow for that. But the fact that BC hasn't actually enabled that is, is, is quite challenging. And I think that could have been a very simple public policy move uh, to take advantage and make the money at the provincial level. Well, it's a little surprising, actually, when you mention that, because from the very start of this, the BC government was saying that we want to see small craft kind of boutique growers uh, offering product instead of just you know big multinational corporations growing growing pot let's have some small specialized products which which makes sense you know when you think about if you take a look at the craft beer industry in bc how it's taken off in such a big way they could couldn't they do the same thing with craft cannabis yeah, absolutely. And it's quite a shame that, you know, you haven't really seen craft cannabis really get on. I know a few different groups are working on uh, lobbying for this and trying to make it happen. But really, the bottleneck is the, is the provincial government. It's actually not the federal government in this instance. Uh, and so I think a, a lot needs to happen uh, from a provincial government perspective to make to make this successful. I think that uh, the public safety minister has kind of alluded to some bottlenecks that might be sort of, you know, easing over time. But uh, uh, they need to happen far more uh, quickly if you are to be successful. Uh, just as in comparison, Mike, you look at Alberta, our neighboring province, I think they've done a spectacular job on the rollout of cannabis legalization, arguably uh, the best rollout as far as uh, the provinces have been concerned. So a uh, long way still for BC and, and a number of things that need to change from a policy perspective. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. That is Deepak Anand, Vice President, Cannabis Compliance Incorporated.